The letters of St. John not only remind us that we are called to love one another as Christ has loved us, but especially this uh, first letter, or second letter rather, when we have almost its entirety uh, today, um, like yesterday we had almost the entirety of the gospel or the uh, letter to Philemon. But here, St. John telling them, do not be so progressive as to not remain in the teachings of Christ. And we live in a day and an age where progressive seems to be uh, something we want. Now, there's a difference between being progressive, meaning being compassionate, reaching out, those kind of things, but that's not what the word progressive means. Progressive means to go beyond the bounds. And uh, I remember I was telling Deacon Bruce, I'm going to probably get in trouble, but uh, I was, I and a classmate in seminary were ranting how they were trying to encourage us to be progressive, and I said, yeah, they want us to be so open-minded that our brains actually fall out. But there's, there's a, a truth there that sometimes when we are so progressive, so open-minded, we lose something valuable. And St. John telling them, don't be so progressive that you lose Christ, that you forget his teachings. If we hold on and remain in the teaching of Christ, we have the Father and the Son. If we fail, we lose it. And we, we, I unfortunately can see this in, in the theological progressiveness that we don't have. Unfortunately, fortunately, we don't have a whole lot of theological progressiveness uh, in, in these areas, but uh, some areas of the world where, where they're so progressive that it's, it's dangerous, and I see it. They've come to say that Jesus Christ really didn't come in the flesh. He really didn't die on the cross. He didn't, he didn't really die for our salvation. He just, he just died to teach us how to be good, how to love one another. Well, yeah, Jesus teaches us how to love one another, but that love is demonstrated on his death, in his death on the cross. We can be so open-minded that we forget the radicalness of Jesus Christ. And today in our gospel reading, we have him warning us that he is going to come back. Not only did he come in the flesh once, which we acknowledge, but he is going to come back. And we hold on to that, which is what the anti-progressive really is, is to hold on, to conserve. And, yeah, I'm not talking politics, I'm talking theology. To conserve the truth, to hold fast to the truth, that Jesus Christ did come in the flesh and he is going to come again and he's going to judge us. Sometimes that brings a moment of fear into our hearts, maybe. And if it does, maybe that's the Holy Spirit prodding us, saying we need to examine our lives. But we should not, as Catholics, as Christians, be fearful of that day when he comes. After all, he tells us here to, uh, to be at work, but to be watching for that day. And when that day comes, not to look back. After all, that's what he's reminding us. Remember the story of Lot's wife. And she looked back and was destroyed, turned into a pillar of salt. We might ask, well, when, where? And Jesus gives this kind of vague answer. Where the body is, there also the vultures will gather. I don't think it means anything more than just watch the signs. Watch the signs. And uh, those that know vultures know one thing. They can, can kind of sense when something is going to die. 
And so they begin to gather even before the death occurs for us to watch the signs, to watch where the vultures are, are gathering and to, uh, if we don't want to be taken, to avoid that place. In the end, instead of being progressive so much so that we abandon Christ, to progress in faith, to progress in love, to progress in hope, to hold fast to these theological virtues.